This is the Cigar Snob Podcast. I'm Nick Jimenez. If you're an American smoker of premium cigars, there's a chance that you still aren't familiar with Royal Agio. But make no mistake, the company is a powerhouse in Europe with a multi-generational history that has led to its current position as one of the largest manufacturers of cigars in the world, when you count machine-made products, that is. While machine-made products have some negative stigma attached to them in the U.S., Agio products do not compromise on quality and craft. And just a few years ago, the company expanded its Balmoral brand to include handmade products made at its Dominican factory. Our publisher, Eric Calvino, sat with Agio's Boris Wintermans to talk about the company's history, his family's fascination with Brazilian tobacco, and their latest project, Dueto, which they launched with a cigar that came out of a collaboration with Ernesto Pérez Carrillo. Before we start that interview, though, a word from our sponsor, Safra Rum. At Cigar Snob Magazine, we know that man cannot live on water alone, which is why we keep a healthy stockpile of Safra Rum at the office. I'm Nick Jimenez, Senior Editor of Cigar Snob Magazine, and I'm here to tell you that every time we crack open a bottle of Safra Rum, we are impressed. In fact, I'm kind of hydrating with Safra Rum right now. It's unlike anything else, in part because of Safra's small batch approach. They use only hand-cut sugarcane and process it into top-grade molasses, distill in column stills, and ferment in a proprietary locally grown yeast. The rum master then ages the virgin rum in carefully selected bourbon oak casks. The end result is a rum masterpiece that's great for top shelf cocktails, drinking it on the rocks, or even just drinking it neat, which, by the way, is what we did when we paired this in the pages of Cigar Snob magazine with the Oliva Serie B Melanio, but it goes great with just about any cigar. Here's what we had to say about Safra rum. Quote, the rum introduces smooth, honey, caramel, and molasses flavors that start to complement the coffee, chocolate, and spice from the cigar. Safra also received an exceptional 95-point rating from the Beverage Tasting Institute, so we are not the only ones who are crazy about this stuff. It's just another one of their prestigious awards. Ask for Safra Rum at your favorite retailer, restaurant, or bar. Make sure you follow them on Facebook and Instagram at Safra Rum. That's Z-A-F-R-A Rum. Safra Rum. Always drink responsibly and remember that there is no rum without Safra. Now here's our chat with Boris Wintermans of Royal Agio. Yeah, cool. All right, so Boris, thank you for for joining us on the Cigar Snob podcast well, today. Thank you for having me, Eric. Uh, it's always a good time, man. Uh, yeah. You know we've uh, we've known each other for for a little while now. Yep. And uh, it's always good, but we don't see each other enough because it's like a once a year thing. Yeah, 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 right? yeah. So, true. But um, it's always a good time, man. Always when we get together, it's always good. I, I always remember. You know that that trip. Oh, that one trip. That yeah, one yeah, yeah, yeah. trip. Yeah, that, I had a couple of good days. That was right? an epic yeah. trip, man. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, I don't I know if I've ever for that a, for a while, though. Yeah, I don't yeah. know if I'll ever be able to thank you enough for that. Trip. <laughs> that was so such a good time. But uh, but yeah, so we've got we've got some new products, right? One of the things about uh, Balmoral, uh, how do you guys like to say it? Balmoral? How do how do the uh, consumers pronounce that? Balmoral. Balmoral. Uh, I, would, I would say Balmoral. Balmoral. Yeah. So. One of the but things. I like Balmoral as well. Uh, yeah. yeah, you can pronounce it if you do it in that uh, in that Spanish in that Cuban. Uh, we need a yeah. yeah, we need a, a Montalban. You, you, what we need is my dad. My dad would do a <laughs> hey, la marca es Balmoral. Balmoral. You know? <laughs> yeah. so. Que marca preciosa. 
<laughs> oh my god, that was beautiful. I, I'm crying. I don't know about you. I'm a little moist right now. But uh, <laughs> anyhow, uh, so we've got you know consumers have have uh, one of the things about Balmoral is that they've they've only really been smoking that añejo XO. Uh-huh. Um, because that's been the product that that has been yeah. out in the marketplace, and one of the things you always hear is, you know, wh- what else do these guys make? Yeah, right? yeah, and sure, so, sure. So now, uh, now we've got we've got more things, more yes, things to smoke. Yes. So, why don't you give us a quick uh, mm-hmm. rundown of the the new products that you've just added to the portfolio? Yeah. Well, so what we did is we locked ourselves up in the basement, right, and uh, went exploring. <laughs> that's yeah. what we what we like to do, right? So. Taking our uh, Añejo XO taste in different directions. That was that was the mission. You know, when I when I started blending for the Añejo XO, um, really it started with the Añejo 18 with yes. the 18-year-old wrapper, and that that really got things going for us. And it's not just because that wrapper was 18 years old, because that that cigar represented something special that wasn't out there yet, and it got traction. People started noticing it, uh, writing about it. Next thing we know, that 18-year-old tobacco is finished. Right. Yep. So now. We have to follow up on that and bring something that's still very well aged um, and uh, equally exciting. That's when we uh, that's when we introduced the uh, the XO. Same story there, uh, very good reviews. But now we only have one taste in different sizes, right? So uh, for us, it's really about a journey of experimentation, taking that signature Añejo XO taste uh, and at the same time make, making something completely different. That was that was our mission. And um, we wanted to take it different directions. So sometimes you know where you're going to end up, and sometimes sometimes you don't. And especially for example, we wanted to do a Connecticut, uh, but not a Connecticut that you would normally expect, or a Connecticut that would taste like a regular Connecticut. So we wanted to take it to different places. And it's not that easy when you start with a wrapper that is quite uh, well known. And, and now mild. you're going to do, yeah, and, yeah. Mild, and, and mild, and mild in flavor. But uh, to make a Connecticut that is more complex, that would be interesting as well for well, non-Connecticut smokers. So the aficionados that are uh, interested in, uh, in complexity and depth and exploring the taste and all that stuff. So that for us was, uh, you know, that was what we set out to do. Uh, it took us a while um, and lots of trial and error. And in the end, we ended up with uh, with the current Connecticut as we presented today, and we actually included some some Pennsylvania tobacco in it, which is by itself quite quite powerful. Yeah, uh, it takes away some of the bitterness that's sometimes for Connecticut uh, a bit typical. Sure. So trying to offset that, give it a bit of power complexity, but not too much, not too less. So what we did is we actually started cutting up the the Pennsylvania tobacco to get it just right. Not, and I'm talking in metrics now, not two grams, four grams, three grams. That's, that was a sweet spot for, for making, using that Pennsylvania and not having it taste like a Pennsylvania so cigar. Without, at the risk of getting a little too technical, yeah. when you're cutting this Pennsylvania, I imagine it's lengthwise, yeah. right? Or yep. Do you want a punch and you cut it in the beginning where you want a little bit of kick in the beginning? Or do you make it lengthwise so that the entire cigar gets this? No, the entire strip. cigar. No, you want, yeah, yeah. So you want, you want that same taste to be consistent all over. And obviously you want some evolution in the cigar itself. But I mean, that's just one part. Yeah, we used uh, many different tobaccos. Uh, and, a, uh, and this is uh, talking about aged tobacco again. We're using a 99, so a 1999 uh, binder um, that has been lying around for, yeah, well, what, what is that? 19 years, yeah. right? So talking about aged tobacco again, and that 
will add some complexity by itself now, in that specific it, lot. Is uh, that something that you have enough of, or will that run out as well? Uh, I mean, in terms of, you know, obviously it keeps... Uh, we'll cross that bridge when we get there. But <laughs> 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 well, we do have, we do have <laughs> quite, quite a bit in, uh, in stock. So we, we can keep this up for quite a while. And, you know, it doesn't necessarily need to be from 99. It just needs to be at that sweet spot, at that taste point that we yeah. uh, like. And it can be from different years as well. So, but we are very peculiar about our tobacco. And what we use in general for the entire Añejo XO line is uh, only the best 5% of, of, of all the tobacco we have. And we have a lot of tobacco. So we have a lot to choose from. And that's the cream of the crop right there. Yeah. That, that, that little, that the sweet spot. Well, I'm, I'm smoking it now. And whoever, uh, if you could see this, uh, you would... Uh you would see it's. I mean, it's burning beautifully, mm-hmm. and in terms of flavor, mm-hmm. uh, you're right. It is not at all a typical Connecticut. Yeah, there is a little intensity oh, sure. there. Yeah. There is a little bit of a, mm-hmm. of an elevated spice yeah. component, yeah, yeah, yeah. but still uh, doable for uh, yeah, yeah, for yeah. a novice yeah. smoker or, or a morning cigar or, or Connecticut smoker. I don't know if we should call it Connecticut 2.0, but it's definitely our take on on Connecticut uh, and giving it a special uh, añejo XO infusion. Yeah, so to speak. Now, I'm amazed by the amount of aged tobacco that you guys yeah. have, and it's uh, a true story, by the way. Well, we, we kn- can back it up. I, I know it is. Before you start asking, no, <laughs> I I personally know it is. I mean, I think uh, you know the people who are uh, listening to the podcast uh, or even watching us on uh, on our live video. Oh, right, I'm being <laughs> yeah. filmed as well. Yeah, why not? <laughs> oh, shit. Is, is is my hair okay? <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, there's only going to last 24 hours. So. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Uh, but at any rate, so yeah, I know that it's true, right? Yeah. Uh, I've been to, to your facilities. Yep. Uh, but how do you communicate that to the end consumer? Uh, how do you get them to trust you mm-hmm. that what you're saying is true when we know that there are companies out there yeah. that may exaggerate, may, mm, may, may, yeah. may exaggerate things? Uh, well, in the end, I mean, we can, we can post pictures of the bills and, you know, try to prove if it's for real or not but the uh the truth is in the product and uh what do you call it uh, the, the proof of the eatings is in the pudding or something the proof yeah. is in the pudding the proof is in the pudding right yeah, yeah that's it so uh if you like it if you find that complexity and all that stuff that we're saying about the cigar you're having your great experience that's all that matters really yeah so in the end uh i don't know i'm i'm, I'm telling it now but uh we didn't even include that little detail fact in uh in, in, into any of our, say, uh, marketing collateral. Marketing collateral. Yeah. No. So I think we can go all day on this uh, Connecticut conversation, mm-hmm. but I think oh, we, should, yeah, yeah. we should yeah. jump over uh, to the next uh, product lease. So I, I want to make sure we get the order right, though, because I, I Are think... Are you going to place an order? Did you say that? <laughs> <laughs> He's always selling. <laughs> always selling. What it's is it? ABC. Always be closing. Always be closing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Was that was that from that movie? Yeah, That's like uh, uh, Glen Gary, Glen Ross. Yeah, Alec, uh, was Alec Baldwin. Uh, Baldwin. Yeah, always yeah. be Love closing. Love that scene. Yeah. So uh, now, should, I want it. Like I said, I always want to get the order of the thing right. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we didn't talk. You, you didn't start with the San Pedro, right? No. So. Yeah. So we're going to stick with a Balmoral conversation. No. So yeah, we can fit. Well, we have more than only the Connecticut. So we've also got the Oscuro. 
which okay. is a, uh, I think, very interesting uh, uh, elaboration of the uh, Añejo, uh, Añejo XO. And uh, what's special there is, again, we're trying to include this Añejo XO taste uh, in, into a new direction. And this time, I think we've worked on it for two and a half, maybe three years, uh, not knowing where we would wind up in the end. I mean, we didn't know in advance whether we're going to be using uh, Havana seed wrapper or Brazilian tobacco or Nicaraguan wrapper. And we ended up with, yeah, well, that's technical detail, San Andres. So Mexican wrapper. That's, uh, but that was just a, it was a journey, a try. And sometimes it's all about trial and error as well. I mean, you cannot plan all that stuff and it's ready when it's ready. And we really don't bring a product until we feel solid about it, uh, uh, 100% convinced. And this took us, uh, well, two and a half, three years. So this, and, and, takes a and again, just to, again. to be 100% clear, we're yeah. talking about the Balmoral Oscuro. Oscuro, yeah. And, but one of the things, everything gets the Añejo Exo. Yep, that's right. Oscuro, right? Añejo Exo, Connecticut. Yeah. So Añejo Exo is always in the name. Yes, it is. Yeah. So, and, and that is a testament to Exo, mm-hmm. all of your... Uh, yeah, all, all, everything is extra old, right? Yeah, exceptionally old. That's really we we kind of uh, took that also from the from the cognac, right? So yep. uh, the XO is uh, is a standard for us, and it means that we don't we don't cut corners on aging on anything. So it's only the very best that we can make uh, with our expertise and with all the tobacco we uh, we buy. So that's our promise to the uh, to the consumer. And um, in the end, uh, I mean, you notice that in a cigar when it's well aged, it's uh, I think. What we always strive for is complexity, first of all, and as the different layers, whether you're smoking a Connecticut, uh, whether you're smoking a Yejo XO with the Oscuro, it's always about the different layers and about discovery. Uh, just as it is uh, while blending, it's about a, a, a trip of discovery. You know, even f- for me and for, for, for the guys I blend with, uh, you don't know where you're going to begin uh, or you have an idea. You don't know where you're going to end, but that's the exciting thing. And that's what, actually, it's one of our taglines, so like, when was the last time you tried something for the first time, right? Getting outside yeah. of your comfort zone and uh, trying something new, you know, putting the bar high, uh, experiencing new tastes. And for us, that was the big challenge to, to have such a, uh, well, successful product and taking it different directions. And this whole uh, journey of discovery is also something we want to share with the, with the people out there. And that's my, my, my mission, my vision is... You know, uh, share it with uh, one of the biggest stages in the world for premium handmade cigars. And that, that is here in the U.S. market. And we've been successful in, in Europe as well. But that is really, uh, it's, it's, it's about sharing, about discovery, about journeys, about, you know, experiences something, experiencing something new yeah. every day. Now, you know, we're talking about uh, you know, how much aged tobacco you guys have and your experience yeah. in blending, yeah. all these different things. But... Maybe there's there's uh, listeners out there who who don't know you and mm-hmm. don't know uh, you know your company history. Yeah. And so can we have a again just to kind of break up the the product talk a little bit? Yeah, sure. So let let's uh, can we can you give us a an abbreviated version of of what your history, yeah. your company's history, yeah, uh, and what that looks like? Yeah. Okay. So. Um we started in 1904 making cigars. Just uh, the other day. Yeah, just the other day. I mean, the other when day. was that? Like four generations ago? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. So now we're a bit older. Uh, and um, You still look good, though, man. Thanks. I mean, really. Thanks, dude. <laughs> 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 yeah. Yeah. No. 
So, um, uh, what was I? 1904, right? So four generations later, uh, my great grandfather started. It's a family business, right? So uh, his brother joined. Then uh, my grandfather and his brother uh, took over. My father and his brother. And now it's me and my brother. So uh, four generations later, still two four brothers. generations of brothers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you don't plan that stuff. It's like with the cigars, right? Yeah, yeah. You don't plan that. Stuff. Yeah, they didn't so, know that's where you guys yeah, were gonna. It's, it's end where up. you end up. Yeah. And um, uh, so now we're uh, one of the largest uh, cigar manufacturers in the world. Uh, I think we're in position four, uh, which is not really relevant. But since you're asking, asking no, question, it is relevant. And we are, we are relatively small. I have to say, in the US, for example. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think I think a lot of people will be surprised right now. There may yeah. be people like driving their cars off the road. I mean, there's people freaking out right now. You're in the fourth <laughs> spot. Oh, why, why I don't, don't want to be. I don't want to be responsible for that, Eric. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, that may have uh, been overstated. Be, yeah. Okay. Okay. Thanks. Thanks. Now I feel a lot more. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You can rest tonight. Yeah, I can rest tonight. Yeah, I can so. sleep again. No. So no, it's I, it's true, and I'm talking about Añejo XO as if everybody knows it, of course. But um, no, that's uh, well, it's it's for for our 114 years of of history, and for us making cigars, premium tobacco, uh, and using premium tobacco all the time, it's it's a big thing for us, even. And here in the U.S., we are, uh, uh, well, I would say, perhaps relatively unknown, mm-hmm. even though we're pretty big. Uh, what was that uh, that quote from that movie? Again, one movie is, uh, you know, in Europe, we're a pretty big I'm thing a back pretty there. Pretty big deal. Yeah, 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 pretty big deal. What was that? That was, uh, ah, damn, the newsreader. We need, the we need some help. Yeah. Uh, well, oh, the Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell, exactly. Anchorman. 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 Right, yeah, yeah. So no, uh, and and the thing is, many people know a lot of movie quotes in this yeah, yeah, podcast. I'm, right. I'm sorry about many, that. No, I don't know how I get to that, but uh, many my, yeah, movies. I watched yes. a bit too many movies when I studied and when I was supposed to be studying. Well, I think whatever you did, it worked. <laughs> so uh, was I? Um, it got you to this podcast. So. Yeah, it did. Huh? Yeah, was it, this is yeah, well, this is the most exciting <laughs> yes, moment of my life until of a yeah. career. <laughs> Thanks. So um, I don't know where we were. Anyway, we were uh, the moving a uh, big, big thing. Okay, so um, no, we 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 uh, kind of yeah. Started, that in so Europe you're a big deal, but yeah. here perhaps they don't know enough. No, the, exactly. about the company. Yeah. So so and uh, that means uh, also that our quest is basically to 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 over deliver. Uh, we are one of the challengers, and being one of the challengers, really have to make a statement. I think. And uh, so that's that's what we try to do with the Añejo XO. It's really a flagship, and the essence of what we, uh, yeah, what we have done in the 114 years. You know, the pinnacle of what we do now. One thing I, uh, one thing I've noticed uh, with you guys is you have a particular fascination mm-hmm. with a particular country's tobacco. That is true. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. and I, I'm, I love this. Like every time. I talk to you guys, it always ends up we end up talking about Brazil. Brazil, yeah, and that's uh, true. I, I, I love it. It's like they have yeah. this just dogged fascination yeah, yeah, with yeah, yeah, the yeah. Brazilian yeah, tobacco. Yeah, true. I have a dogged fascination with Brazilian women, but that's a different story. That's yeah, another well, podcast. Yeah, yeah. Well, and there may I'm be not going to say you have. There may be some no, connection true, there, right? right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no. Well, uh, but can you talk a little bit about yeah, nice and dark like how brown that, tobacco and yeah, okay. yeah. How how that? No, but ser- yeah. Jokes yeah, aside, yeah, yeah. how that came about? Like, why is it that that it plays such a big part in? Uh, in your well, blending. well, actually, we've we've been blending with that tobacco for for decades. So, and it's something that's not widely used uh, in in premium cigars as such. Mm-hmm. At least, 
Um, let's take a look at, for example, the, there is a specific region in, uh, in Brazil uh, where they make uh, Mata Norte. And that is a specific, really nice and sweet, earthy tobacco, uh, small leaves. And we basically we buy, buy like 95% of that crop. So it's really uh, something that uh, that's, well, uh, defining uh, a lot of our flavors. Of course, in a blend, but you'll not find that uh, in many other blends. And uh, I think it's also one of the tobaccos you can use and actually make an interesting cigar from just one region, like uh, like a puro. Like a puro, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And um, if you've tried that tobacco pure, and I know when I started, uh, that was in 2002 in the family business. Uh, I went to all the tobacco countries, learning, rolling cigars, buying tobacco, all that stuff. Uh, I was sitting on a chair, on a, one of these small chairs in a tobacco uh, storage facility, uh, and sitting probably on a, on a chair with a bale, cutting it open, rolling a cigar, and enjoying that flavor. And that moment, I will never forget tasting all those, that Mata Norte, the Mata Fina, and all those tobaccos. And it just, you know, that's when I knew this is something special. Uh, it has everything that tobacco uh, needs to have. It's got that sweetness. It's got uh, a, nice, a nice spice. It's got yeah. the, the body and everything. And it blends great. So, so now we're talking about technical side again. Yeah, yeah. I know. I, I, have a, I have that tendency. I'll, yeah, I yeah. say all the time, I yeah, don't want to get right technical. Away. But uh, so, so then to round out uh, Okuro, did we talk Okuro. about the blend on Okuro yet? Uh, well, yeah, I so, don't or, think so. So, but... so we've got, you know, we talked about the rapper, certainly, yeah. right? The yeah. Mexican San Andres, right? And uh, does Brazil play it? Is, it? is this one of the first where Brazil doesn't play it? No, it does play a part in it. Yeah, it does. It does. You'll it's find it again and again, again and again. Yeah. No, it's not that we're stuck to it. It just is one of those ingredients that lifts it to a different level or adds an important layer in that uh, in that uh, story of well, complexity. Well, not, not only that, but I also think that it it uh, it, go, it speaks to your signature. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, and and every every company, every blender, every cigar manufacturer has to have a, a yeah. signature. When yeah. you taste it, you go, man, that that tastes like something exactly. from Company X. Yeah. It's not like anything else. Yeah, yeah, and it, it, we don't do that purposefully, but it ends up being uh, one of the red lines. Well, and, by, and by nature, point, right? By, by nature, na- yeah. yeah, yeah. Because uh, because the blending is is being done by the same people who have the same uh, tastes. Yeah, by us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but I mean, it's not yeah. like um, you know, yeah. it's not this committee of people and, and no, uh, no, it's it's being led uh, yeah. mostly uh, mm-hmm. led by you. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's right. So your taste influence. Uh, yes. What the final blend ends up yeah. being. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well. Well. It's and part of it. It's, it's, no, but it's 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 a team a team effort in the end, of course. Uh, but we do have uh, that specific uh, tobacco that we all like. Uh, and uh, oh, you talk- better like it. Yeah. <laughs> like Francisco, better like it. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> Francisco. Yeah. Francisco. Uh, subtitles. He is our managing director in Dominican uh, in our own uh, Dominican factory yes. where we uh, make our handmade cigars. And uh, he has been affected a bit by the uh, Brazilian virus. Yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's true. Uh, and for a Dominican, that's something special. That is, yeah, man. That's yeah. you know, that's not normal. No, that's not for normal. a Dominican so to, must to be fall good, in right? love with this Brazilian yeah. tobacco. So yeah, uh, so that's good stuff. And in the blend, we also use uh, Nicaraguan tobacco. Uh, we use Dominican tobacco. So it's uh, an international blend, and that's one of our uh, key features as well. I think. Uh, we never went into growing tobacco ourselves for a very particular reason. Uh, we want to keep our hands free to explore all the tobaccos that are on offer in the world. Mm-hmm. So we want to go, you know, find that, you know, that specific uh, type of tobacco, that, that particular bill that we like, without having to use the whole crop. 
And that's really having your hands free uh, and the freedom to explore. And that's an important thing for us. So we, we've talked about the Balmoral Exo Connecticut, uh, yeah. Añejo Exo Connecticut, and the Oscuro. Yeah. But, you know, we, we didn't mention uh, price points. No, that's true. Right? So yeah. I, I, think, uh, I think we should recap it a little bit and, uh, and, and catch up on that. So, so what are they? What are we looking at here? I think it's uh, ranging from eight, eight fifty, seventy, something. Eight. We're eight. talking Connecticut. Yeah. Uh, no, from in, in sizes uh, to about uh, I think uh, eleven, eleven fifty, something like that. Th- that price range depending on the size. But we're talking on the Connecticut plan. Yes, on Those all those. No, well, they we equally priced. Equally oh, they priced. are. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I, I didn't know that price. price. So the entire Añejo Exo line. Yeah. Is equally priced the weather. Yeah, so you, roughly for from eight fifty to eleven, twelve dollars. Uh, okay, okay, yeah. And yeah. so, and what about Vitolas? They've they've all got the same shape portfolios, or yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so wh- got, what are they for well, for the entire line? Uh, what are they got, available in? We've got uh, Rochil Massivo, uh, which is a uh, fifty-five, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so Rothschild Massivo. Yeah, so it's Rothschild a very Massivo. thick, very yeah, thick, it's Roth, like a thick, a thick robusto uh, yeah. style, a, a bit, uh, a bit thicker, a bit más gorda, no? And then we have the 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 Gran Toro, and the Gran Toro that's uh, a fifty-two. It's a Toro, six by right? fifty-two. Six by fifty-two. Um, no, help me out. Now we've got the Torpedo as well. Yeah, and we call it the Torpedo MK fifty-two. Which actually, when we thought about it, it was—I uh, think it's an actual torpedo they used in the <laughs> Second World War. So oh, okay. Mark, uh, 52. So you but anyway, it's a torpedo, and uh, we got uh, creative. Then we—that's um, a 52, uh, and it's tapered. I think it's from uh, from 50, 53 to 52. Um, the Corona—that's a 42 by uh, five and no, seven. I don't, think, I, I don't think I've ever smoked uh, your Coronas. Oh, you didn't? No. No, and I. And I, that's my favorite size. Okay. So well, I think we have know. to fix that problem. Yes, we can so fix that. If you, yeah. That's yeah. one thing that we have. That's one takeaway. So let's write that yeah. down. Yeah. Uh, but and but it's pretty uh, robusto as well. And that's oh, uh, that's pretty right, robusto right. FT. It's got a nice little flag tail, and uh, we call that FT a flag tail. So it's nice, uh, a nice in between smoke. It's a forty-eight ring gauge, and it's uh, four and a half, uh, four and a quarter inch. Yeah. So uh, now. Last year, I remember we smoked a very limited uh, Lancero. Right? Yes, yes. On the remember. on the regular yeah. Añejo XO line. That was a limitado. Yeah, that was only I think in uh, twelve hundred and fifty boxes worldwide. So that was uh, a very limited edition. That was uh, fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that that is also I think uh, it's difficult to make a good Lancero, and for a couple of reasons, because you got a lot of wrapper, right? Yep. Because there's a it's, it's a small ring gauge, a lot of length. Uh, and to have a good draw, I, uh, technically to make it is uh, is a challenge. To make it consistently good, and um, to 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 translate this blend to a, a very small ring gauge as well, and to keep it consistent over the whole length. So you smoke a lot more wrapper. In yeah. this uh, in this instance, uh, what a surprise! Yeah, Brazil and wrapper, right? <laughs> uh, but this is not the uh, the Mata Norte or the Mata Fina. This is uh, Arapiraca. Yes. Uh, so it's from a different region. And um, you don't want, it, it's good to taste a lot of wrapper because it, it's intense. It gives you all the flavor. It's also but the you most don't expensive want it, tobacco in the whole thing. It is, and that's true as well. So, yeah. um, But you don't want it just to be that, yeah. right? You want the different layers of complexity again. So you start re-blending to get that signature taste again. 
and well that's a real challenge and also Absolutely. it's a nice it's a nice way to say okay uh, look what we can do eh? like it's a demonstration yeah, it's like a flexing your muscles yeah. yeah like flexing your muscles and showing uh, like yeah, doing exactly. your your impression of Cristiano Ronaldo right yes uh, I don't have an impression oh that yeah yeah, yeah you're flexing off. your muscles you're taking yeah, off yeah, your yeah, shirt and yeah, saying here yeah, it is right that's this it. is my lancero is, yeah <laughs> come <laughs> on yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, all yeah. right. No, I got what you mean. So, yeah, so you're into Cristiano Ronaldo? Uh, no, we no, know no, I'm not. no, I'm not. <laughs> no. I just, I, I find it funny that he's so allergic to shirts. Yeah, you know? <laughs> I find that to be incredibly amusing. Yeah, it's it like, is. all right, yeah. here goes the shirt. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. He scored a goal again. Here goes the shirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So in the in the Spain match in this last World Cup, yeah, well, uh, it's true, it's true. It yeah. was a lot of a lot of shirtless Ronaldo. Yeah, like, yeah. all right, buddy, okay, three goals. I had a hat trick. That's we we know it now. Yeah, yeah. So we got it. Buddy. Yeah. <laughs> so, so anyway, yeah. Yeah. Uh, getting back to this. So now I want to, you know, now now we want to graduate to, you know, I think the the biggest release, right? Yeah. The, the biggest new product that that you've got this year, which is is called Balmoral Dueto. Yes, indeed. And uh, and Dueto, you, you want to tell us a little bit about uh, where the name Dueto comes from and, yeah. and what this version is like? Well, it's a uh, it's uh, the first of a uh, series of signaturas, so a signature series, uh, and the Dueto is for well, uh, a, a duo, a duet. Yeah. Um, like uh, like in the music, uh, right? Yeah. Uh, two people singing. Only Johnny done two Cash, people. Reba McIntyre. Exactly. So, <laughs> but this is two people who's blending Reba, who's together. Who's Reba in this case? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I'm gonna. Yeah. No. Just, no. Yeah. I'm just gonna leave it there. But yeah. uh, <laughs> so so it's a duetto, and in this case, yes. Uh, so this is a the first of a series. Uh, yes. And, yes, and this one was uh, so. Who was who? Did you partner with this? Who yeah, was that the, uh, was well. Uh, we thought let's get it right the first time, and we joined forces with uh, Ernesto Perez Carrillo, uh, well known from the EPC brand, yeah, and a tobacco legend. So he's been blending for decades as well. Um, but he's widely considered a badass at it. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. like a guru badass. Yeah, he yeah. doesn't need to take his shirt off to no, his, he show his muscles, no, he right? Doesn't. No. So thankfully, here's here's. Here's Ernesto, and he he's got his philosophy on blending as well, right? So uh, he takes it from a different angle. He's yes. he's he's known for his uh, well, what could we call it? Like uh, elegant robustness, or you know, full flavor cigars. Sure. Um, um, but but definitely a certain elegance and complexity. Yes, to them. definitely. So uh, we do sh- share some of uh, the philosophy, but he comes from a different direction, right? From yeah, a different has his history. Own signature, right? Yeah, he's. He's a he's a Cuban uh, he's a Cuban o- uh, origin. He uses a lot of Nicaraguan tobaccos. We also use Nicaraguan tobaccos, but we blend it differently. And uh, as said, we also uh, oh we like the Brazilian tobacco. That's not new anymore for uh, anybody that has been listening for the last yeah. uh, <laughs> twenty minutes or so. And uh, we thought, okay, let's go and uh, go and see what what happens if we uh, join these forces. You know, and again, you don't know where you're going to end up. So it's a journey of exploration, and uh, one thing we shared was the curiosity. You know, the, the one question: What if? Yeah. What if I did this? And you know, the question everybody has. And uh, well, our profession is making cigars, making great cigars, and the passion is the tobacco, the creation, and that one question of what if we joined forces? That's an interesting one. Uh, so not knowing where we would end, uh, we now uh, finished. We finalized our journey, right? And uh, we have a cigar that is, I think, um, a bit Cuban-esque. Sure. Um, with uh, a lot of layers of complexity. And guess what's in there as well? well Brazilian a bit of tobacco. Brazilian tobacco, right. <laughs> That's not a surprise. Uh, but uh, how, th- th- how did he handle this uh, 
sort not a requirement, right? No. It was probably not a requirement. I'm guessing. No. But, no, not at all. But certainly in the conversation of hey, yeah. You want to try it with Brazilian tobacco? Yeah. <laughs> how does, how did yeah. that go? No, we, we slipped it in there. Yeah. Didn't tell him. And, <laughs> right. no. Uh, no, what happened is actually uh, we didn't set out uh, just like every So you didn't every put blend. restrictions on no, it? No, not at all. Not at all. Uh, but you start uh, making samples. That's the first thing you do. Like, uh, okay, let's create a point where we could start. Um, so this is you and Ernesto? Yes. Yeah, well, our team and Ernesto together. So um, uh, that is factory in Alianza in uh, in Santiago. Yeah, yeah. Well, they 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 actually rolled and made the cigar, um, uh, which is also new for us that we didn't make it ourselves. Yeah, outsource that. Yeah, um, and and well, it's uh, that by itself was already interesting. Um, but uh, no, the most Im- important thing is of course, okay. So he's got his tobaccos, we've got ours. Let's see what what matches. And always you've got some ideas about what what fits, right? If you're um, but if you just imagine it, say if you if you're a foodie, for example, if you make a nice caprese, it's buffalo mozzarella with nice quality tomatoes and basil. It fits. It has as a natural yeah. fit. So as a blender, you know what fits and what doesn't. And sometimes you have some surprises as well. So um, you start off with uh, the stuff that you know that probably is going to mix well, and then you start tweaking it and tweaking it. Maybe 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 make a U-turn sometimes as well. But uh, uh, we ended up with uh, with a lot of Nicaraguan tobacco and say this Brazilian infusion, and it just yeah, that just well, the, did it so, for us. Yeah, so for the, us the both, part uh, for I, him and for us. I've been smoking about a, a, almost an inch yeah. of it, mm-hmm. and and I can tell you that you managed to maintain the the signature. I still right, although I'm smoking something very different from the rest of your portfolio, yes. I can still taste. That Brazilian it's, it's in there signature somewhere. Right? I really yeah. do. I really yeah. do. It's not. It's not a. It's not a Nicaraguan cigar that um that, like every other Nicaraguan cigar. Mm-hmm. There's a there's a difference there. There's a yeah. uniqueness to it, and I think that that's you know that's your signature coming through. Right, and that's what we try every time. Like we talked earlier on uh, Connecticut, we didn't mi- want to make a uh, a classic Connecticut. Yeah. Uh, we wanted to make something else out of it, starting with that idea of making Connecticut. Well. This time, also, we wanted to make something else. It's not just a, uh, yeah, well, a, a Nicaraguan cigar, for example, uh, but uh, making something special that uh, you, you smoke and you think, well, have I ever smoked this before? I don't think so. Correct. Right? Yeah. It's, uh, that, that's that's what I'm finding, and, and yeah. this is my first time smoking it. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, I do get that. Wow, this this isn't like every other cigar, like mm-hmm. every other Nicaraguan cigar, yeah. and and it has that that little peculiar sweetness. Yes. Yes, uh, yes. That that is part of your signature. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And so I, I get the I get the Nicaraguan spice. Yeah. I get the pepper, but it, but it has this like, sweet yes. component to it. Yeah. That is, is quite different. So very right. nicely done, man. And also Congratulations. thanks. Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot. And also on the Nicaraguan side, I think it's um, well uh, together with uh, Ernesto, we managed to to make a cigar. That is not boom in your face, knock no, you out no. of your shoes or anything like no, that. Incredibly smooth. It's too. it's 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 smooth, and that's what we're looking for as well: complexness and, and smoothness. And that's hopefully what you'll taste in the cigar as well. So it's it's a nice play between the secos, the visos, uh, the different layers of the of the plant of the Nicaraguan leaves, right? Some 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 thicker leaf, maybe some some uh, hint of ligero, and then uh, the Brazilian uh, tobacco in there as well. But that's 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 uh, a very uh, fine process. You're walking a thin line, right? Yeah, you yeah. you want to get that exactly right, and then, using different regions in Nicaragua as well. So yeah, yeah. So this, 
uh, what, what, what regions are we using here? Are we Jalapa for we're that using, sweetness? Yeah, we're using a Jalapa wrapper. Yeah, you can and, kind of uh, taste that. Yeah, yeah. The binder and um, uh, in the filler, there's a, a, a blend of uh, the different uh, uh, regions and, uh, and, and of course, this uh, stock cut, uh, Mata Norte, from, yeah. uh, from Brazil. So we got the different regions and the different uh, primings. And so is this a limited edition or is this a regular production? Um, this is uh, not a limited edition. So we're going to produce it regularly, but it's going to be available in limited quantities. Okay. That's what it's going to be. But we did. I mean, the tobacco by itself is not is not uh, uh, limited as uh, the Añejo 18, for example, of yeah. which we only had. I think it was 23 bills. Yeah? Once it's finished, it's finished. Done. Well, yeah. If we can continue this, if people like it, hey, why not continue it, right? Yeah, and and, uh, and by the way, I have to tell you the the packaging on it uh, is an absolute home run. I mean, it's beautiful. Thanks. And you have uh, you have these different elements yep. uh, in that like secondary band. Mm-hmm. You've got like a it, what looks like a, a bit of an homage to Ernesto's uh, percussion background. Yeah, that's true. We're full, right? There's a well little spotted. almost like a drum kit there, yeah. a little snare drum or something. Yeah, and you see the sticks. And, yeah. Uh, well, you have to. You have to. Th- this is not something that you see straight away. But if you're interested in art and design, you will see that, uh, that there's something going on there. And if you know gorgeous. a bit of the history, you know it's. It's it's a kind of a small hint, you know. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's a tiny know, nod, right? Yeah. Just a, you need some inspiration as well, and that's yeah. no. So uh, and and that's also uh, is it duetto. It's like a that, uh, that red. Yeah. That red on it just pops beautifully. So, yeah, yeah, I love how that came out. Yeah, so and we have a uh, very special uh, uh, vitola as well, and it's called uh, oh. ovation, ovation. So there's also an ovation, yep. uh, of course. Uh, we all know. But it's a it's a nice uh, it's a, it's a nice special model. So that's what is that size? Uh, um, this is a five and a half by fifty, but it's got a tapered it's end. Got so a, it's, a, it's a bit yeah, slightly tapered end yeah. there. So it, that yeah, I'll I'll leave it. I was going to refer to a, another brand that had one that was very similar back in the day, but mm-hmm. the listeners may not even know it because it was so long ago. But that is a very interesting uh, looking vitola, right? So it's yeah. got it's yeah. got a, does it have a little bit of a taper on the head too? Uh, a yeah. slight taper on the yeah, head and then a taper. taper on the foot. So and this is uh, this so it's is almost actually a perfecto, but not yeah, but not quite there. right. Yeah, so yeah, it's so almost interesting. And that's what we did uh, also uh, in uh, f- uh, like 50, 60 years ago, or maybe even 70, 80 years ago. We started also making figurados in uh, um, in in the Netherlands. Uh, we we are actually well, we are originally from the Netherlands, which is as not many people know, it's a big cigar country. Yeah. Producing, uh, it was always the, the biggest exporting cigar country in the world. Yep. Even though, we're, I mean, obviously we make these cigars in the Dominican Republic, but we have been making these cigars, the Figurados, for a long time. And you know what the funny thing is about this tapered end? Um, it gives you, from, from the first moment on, the flavor of the wrapper. So you get a lot of wrapper just with the Lancero. Eh? You, you yep. have a smaller ring gauge at the, the end because it tapers, a higher percentage of wrapper. So it, uh, you get the evolution at the beginning, and you get like yeah, the introduction adds, right away. It adds a little right? complexity to yeah. the whole to yeah. the whole thing, right? Because you're transitioning through all these changes. Yes, and so, and, that's beautiful. And don't get me wrong, man. I, 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 I like robustos. I like lanceros. I like uh, different sizes for different purposes. But this is, I think, if you want to try something else again, uh, sometime, you know, have a different smoking experience. No, it's also I, about the experimentation. Yeah, right? and I think you named it right. It's a, like an ovation because I think that's more celebratory in nature yeah that that sort of size that's not yeah. an everyday it's size. not an everyday uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah and so right. what are the price points on this on this line what are the range Do we yeah have uh, we priced it at the same prices as the añejo xo 
everything across the board. Yeah, yeah. Everything across the board. We didn't really saw a reason why it should be anything else. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you're right. If there's no, if there isn't anything crazy Mm -hmm. adding to the cost, why? Yeah, well, it's it, so. it's it's more uh, because it's a ten count box and everything, so it, you know it's a little bit more expensive to make uh, from packaging and all that. Stuff. But in the end, I mean, uh, it's uh, we want to have a a, uh, a super premium cigar at a price that we uh, think still serves a uh, yeah a, a big enough audience, and it's not that we want to sell like millions and, and tons, but I think this is you know the right price. Uh, uh, we don't feel comfortable with uh, selling uh, $30 cigars. Yeah. Just because, yeah, that's not what just, we believe well, in. And, th- yeah. and that's what I meant with uh, there isn't anything super crazy uh, adding to the cost. I meant like, uh, mm-hmm. you know, a particular process uh, to the tobacco that perhaps, it, you know, you like know for example, it, there's a, you know, stock cut. Stock cut adds adds to the price on this side. Uh, well, we use stock cut tobacco, I, I, actually. I know, but, uh, but yeah. in the U.S., like if you were buying Connecticut, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. stock cut Connecticut is very... No, but in the end, I mean, in the end my, we use, uh, sometimes we use like 18, 19, 20-year-old tobacco. Of course, it's going to be pricey. Yeah. But we do want to um, pass on the offer to the consumer, to, 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 to the aficionado, and make it accessible at the same time. So, well... We feel just that it's not as accessible if you price it uh, like two or three times as high. Yeah. So we yeah well and well I, to tell at you the truth, price, all honestly, these cigars are equally special. So yeah. one is on it's just different taste, different directions, different inspiration, um, and well, same pricing. Excellent cigar at this price, honestly. Uh, so very happy about this. Now <clears throat> you did you did do another mm-hmm. uh, another release. Yeah, that you added uh, that you added this year. That's true, right? And that's a completely different platform. It's a departure from the Balmoral Añejo XO line. Yes, it is. And yes. so, what uh, can you want to tell us a little bit yeah, about? Yeah, yeah, that's the San Pedro in Macorís. So that's the that's actually the place where we uh, the, the town where we uh, where we produce our cigars. So yeah, so that's it's, where a, your it's an homage. Is. It's an ode to uh, to San Pedro and all the all the good people of San Pedro, uh, and. It, you know, there's there's some somehow there's and that's what we discovered in the end ourselves as well. There's a red line through our story, and the story is we want to make premium tobacco available at different, you know, at, at, at different levels. And what we tried here was to make a, uh, a very clear uh, point that you can uh, at a five dollar price level you can make an excellent cigar with premium tobacco. And again, uh, we want to make it access accessible to. Uh, you know, to 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 uh, a larger group of uh, cigar lovers, and there's absolutely no reason why you shouldn't demand excellent taste at that price level. So it's possible, and so we that's yeah. what we try to uh, to prove. So then, give me a quick rundown of uh, of what what makes San Pedro the the cigar itself, not mm-hmm. the town. We know the town no, no, is no. special. Yeah, but uh, what what makes that line special? Uh, well, we use all the premium tobaccos. I mean the best tobaccos in the world that you can buy and we uh, we blended it such that we can actually use it also in larger scales so obviously we're not going to use 20 year old aged tobacco but uh, we are going to use our best premium tobacco and the best that money can buy and then um, uh, we made it in uh, three sizes only so for now at least um, the Perla, the Corona and uh, Robusto um, but it is basically, that's what it's about, offering premium, nice flavor, aroma, uh, tastes at a, uh, at a different price point. And, um, and so what is that price point? That this? is from 475 to 550. Okay. 
So, so yeah, yeah so obviously, uh, it's uh, hard uh, to deny. And and you know, our, our point is also what we wanted to do is you know the, the the product has to prove itself. So if you smoke it, we're hoping that consumers will say, okay, I like it so much, I'll come back to it. Uh, and uh, in the end, um, it has to do with itself. And I, we believe that in this price category, you just can not find uh, a cigar. Yeah. Of course, taste is in the well. You say it's in the eye of the beholder, but in the mouth yeah. or the nose. Or, uh, and yeah, yeah. Uh, it uh, people have to find out for themselves what they like. But it's uh, you know a way to elevate your everyday occasion. That's what it's about. You're walking tagline, man. Walking tagline <laughs> and movie quotes. So, man, thank you uh, again. I can't thank you enough for joining us. Uh, we had a good time, smoked good cigars. I, yeah. If uh, if you guys haven't uh, gotten your hands on Balmoral. Uh, definitely give them a shot. Now you have a, a much wider uh, portfolio to, to choose from. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so, again, thank you. Thank you, Eric. This was my first podcast, and I'm grateful that Hopefully this is... Hopefully not the last. Uh, no, it's... <laughs> I, don't, I hope not. I hope I can come back at some point. We've gotten you but it was bit awesome. by the podcast bug. Yeah, 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 so, yeah, definitely. Thank you, man. Okay, thanks, mate. Yeah. Good stuff. Cheers. Thanks to Boris for taking the time to do this interview. As always, thanks to you for listening to the Cigar Snob Podcast. Make sure that you subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, SoundCloud, or Stitcher. Rate and review us while you're there. You can also find episodes of the podcast at cigarsnobmag.com slash podcast. Share this episode with friends and fellow smokers who you think might be interested in this interview. Normally, our podcasting schedule calls for two episodes a week. One interview episode and one in which the members of our team sort of just chat about whatever's on our minds and smoke together. But because we came back recently from a trade show with loads of interview audio, we'll be updating this podcast with new episodes more frequently for a little bit. So go to the podcast episodes uh, of the past for interviews with humidor maker Daniel Marshall and Viaje Cigars founder Andre Farkas. Stay tuned for interviews with Willie Herrera of Drew Estate, Jeff Borshowicz of FSG and Corona Cigar, Alan Rubin of Alec Bradley, Oscar Valladares, and last but not least, NBA legend Carl the Mailman Malone, who just debuted Barrel Aged by Carl Malone, which is a cigar that he's having made by La Aurora in the Dominican Republic. If you're a social media person, you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Cigar Snob Mag. Finally, Make sure to send any feedback, questions, or comments to feedback at cigarsnobmag.com. We might just respond to you here on the podcast or in the pages of Cigar Snob Magazine. So thanks again for listening. Until next time, I am Nick Jimenez, and this is the Cigar Snob Podcast. Mm-hmm.